You're listening to Eye on the Ball with Steve Rivera. This podcast is a Bustos Media production on The Voice. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Eye on the Ball. I'm Steve Rivera, and I'm with Jay Gonzalez, and you're listening to, uh, <laughs> to Eye on the Ball, Central The Voice. I have a text coming in. I'm not paying attention. Good afternoon, Jay. How are you, Steve? I'm I'm doing good. Welcome to Friday, by the way. Oh God, you know these these weeks just slip one into one into the next one. But I'm I'm happy it's Friday. I'm going to the drive-in tonight with uh, with my family. We're gonna go watch the Sandlot at uh, at the Cactus Drive-in, which is essentially a I guess a dirt lot with where people can park cars and watch a movie. And there's some food trucks. So looking forward to spending a little evening out uh, outdoors tonight. What's a drive-in theater? Oh God! You know what? We grew up on those things, and you know, even uh, as we started having kids, that was a really good way to go see a movie with little kids because you could just throw them in the back of the truck, you know, give them some lucky wishbone, and you were all good. So, uh, we're going to do that again tonight. The good old days. Yeah. We're, are we in the good old days now? I don't know what days we're in right now. There, they, they, you know, they, they. A lot of them seem really bad. You know, I yeah. know there's a couple of people having bad days right now, and and uh, I think one of those might be, uh, could be the University of Arizona, as we're starting to see penalties come out for some of the right, FBI right. stuff. Uh, we saw that uh, Oklahoma State got its penalties, uh, which included a one-year postseason ban and uh, some lost scholarships and cutbacks on recruiting and whatnot for really a lot of the same actions that uh, took place at Arizona with Book Richardson. So I think there's a lot of people out there looking at this as sort of a preview of what the U of A can expect, regardless of whether or not Sean Miller was a part of any of this, which he's denied and nobody's been able to prove that he was. Um you know, the, the I think it's clear that uh, that the U of A basketball team is going to be penalized at some point. Now, I did check in, and they haven't received a notice of allegations yet, um, but we do know that they're being looked at uh, because of the FBI investigation. And somewhere down the road, this is going to come. This is going to come calling. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. Some we've been waiting for a while. Yeah, yeah. you know, and 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 that's one of the unfortunate things about this is that by the time this thing rolls out and, and penalties get. Um, get uh put in place the wrong people are getting penalized but that's that's uh, you know there's really not a lot you can do about that you know you can't investigate these things so quickly that the people are there but you know book richardson was let go pretty much right when he got arrested um people have been really trying to pin sean miller pin some stuff on sean miller and so far nothing's been able to stick you know you had the hbo documentary a while back where you know, you heard some of Sean's conversations, but there still wasn't any mm-hmm, mm-hmm. direct violation of rules that were, were indicated there. So who knows what's going to happen, but I think it's pretty clear that... Something will. Something will, because yeah. Book Richardson was a part of the program at the time. He's admitted that he did these things, so something's going to happen. It's just a matter of what. Uh, well, I think at the very least, institutional control. Well, again, it's just hard to say, you know, when when they ha- have an investigation and and that's why they, these things sometimes take so long because they got to try and figure out exactly what happened so that they know what the penalties ought to be. I, I'm not saying the NCAA is great at this. Um, 
but you know they have to do what they have to do and so i i just think that this doesn't bode well for arizona basketball sometime in the next couple of years there's gonna i i just based on what we saw today i would imagine that there's going to be a season where they're not playing for uh, an ncaa tournament berth and the thing about that is is you know as it relates to arizona you know does a one and done not come to Arizona that one year because of that? You know, what happens to recruiting and all those other things? Yeah, no question. I, I think the biggest surprise to me to this point has is that it's taken this long. You know, and, and, and you do wonder that if, if all this information came out in court cases mm-hmm. and, and, you know, where there's uh, a, a lot of records that have been uncovered and that type of thing. So I, I don't know why it takes so long. And maybe they just take them one at a time, one or two at a time, because Kansas has gotten its allegations, its notice of allegations, and those ones are really bad. And part of that is that the head coach in that one is being implicated in a right. lot of stuff. Right. So that one seems even more serious. But we don't know what's going to be implicated in it. We have no idea. Does it the... Does doesn't the, the mystery hurt the most because you don't know? Well, certainly, you know, and, and, and you know, the U of A has really stood behind Sean Miller. Uh, uh, Dr. Robbins and Dave Hickey have stood, have stood behind him. And, again, nobody's been able to prove anything. There, there is no smoking gun so far. That we but, know. Right. But is the NCAA going to find something else that is a smoking gun? We don't know that. So um, I, I would assume that they're working on this. Sure. And at some point in the relatively near future, and by that I mean in the next year or so, we're going to see something. Right, right. I don't disagree with you there. Um, the, the other thing, Robbins stuck his neck out for Sean. He did. Uh, Hickey has stuck his neck out he for He did me. too. Uh, I think that's part of the... Part of the action or part of the play, right? And and I I have to believe that in doing that, um, that President Robbins and and Dave Hickey both relied on some people to give them bring them everything that they could possibly find that might help them decide what they were going to do in that situation, and what they came up with led to the decision that they made to fully support Sean Miller, and so. You know, I, 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 on the one hand, I, I, I like the fact that these guys did stick their neck out based on what they right. know, mm-hmm. but you wonder what kind of a risk they've taken and if oh, something's going to come out later on. You, you, you know that there is a risk. It's a little scary, but, yeah. you know, again, you know, when, when things like this happen and information doesn't get out, you know, somebody knows something. It, or if there's something there, somebody knows it. And so it's going to get out. And and so, you know, if nothing's come out after all this time, then is there something there? And right. I'm talking about as it relates to Sean Miller. We know Book Richardson did, did something because correct. he admitted right. to having done it. Well, I, I, you're out in the public, and I'm sure people know what you do and where you work and you go to games. I, I get this question a lot from where I go, and people say, well, Steve... And they're always telling me nothing's going to happen. If it would have happened, it would have happened already. If you know, Steve, nothing's going to happen because it would have happened already. I says you don't know. You, you don't know because you, you don't know if if the FBI was able to uncover everything. Right. You'd like to think it's the FBI. Right, right. They've got subpoena powers and they can do that. And you'd like to think that if it's there, the FBI would have found it. But you, you, until until you get there, you 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 still really don't know. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I just I just don't think the NCAA is really going to do a better job of investigating this 
than the FBI. That's my that's my opinion. But true, again, true. something may get uncovered, then it leads to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. So right, who right, knows? Right, right. Un until the NCAA comes out and says, this is what we think you did, we're not going to know what they think Arizona did. Right, and it's almost three years into the whole process. Yeah. That yeah. doesn't include the time they spent before the right. news broke. Right, uh, So it's. But again, it, 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 the, the, the Oklahoma State thing, though, that's, you know, that's the first one out of the box the for first, the suspension the, for yeah. for the first program that's under this FBI uh, investigation that's gotten its its penalties announced and like I said it's uh, that's just, it's just not a good it's not a good thing for Arizona right now right 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 we'll see what happens you want to take a quick break yeah let's take a quick break and then we're going to go into uh, some of Jason Terry's news conference today he had some interesting things to say how he got the job. Uh, I, I I liked one of his answers regarding. Uh, we'll we'll get to it, but where he, he really sounded like a coach, you know. And this <laughs> already, is his, this is his first college coaching job, but he already sounded like a coach, which I thought right. was interesting. Right. Well, let's take a quick break here on ten thirty voice. Come back on the other side. These days, most families are concerned with having the right insurance coverage. Protecting your family, home, auto, and other valuable possessions can be challenging and sometimes expensive. Crest Insurance gives you flexible options and solutions while saving you money. Insurance is not one size fits all, and at Crest, we find the coverage that's best for you and your family. Visit us online at www.crestins.com or call us toll-free at 888-881-5765. The Old Pueblo is a place with a lot of great stories to tell. You can find all episodes of the Tucson History Podcast from 1030 The Voice at KVOI.com, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. From the 1967 food giant jet crash to legendary Arizona coach Fred Snowden to the tales of Tucson's days as a Confederate capital, the Tucson History Podcast from 1030 The Voice is concise and always entertaining. Download them now at Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and KVOI.com. Hey, welcome back to Eye on the Ball here on 1030 The Voice. I'm Steve Rivera alongside Jay Gonzalez. I uh, spent about a half hour today with Jason Terry on the Zoom meeting. Right. He was uh, he, he was on a, a Zoom meeting with the, with the news media. It was a little interesting in that he was in his car headed towards Phoenix. So uh, we've, we've cut some clips from the from the interview to, to, to play. And so you get to hear um, what he had to say. And if you want to call in and, and comment or chat about this, we we'll, would love to take your call at uh, 520-790. 2040 but uh, we want we want to talk about we want to play how you know some of the things that were going through his mind as he was trying to get this job and uh, give you a chance to to listen to JT so uh, this first clip really talks about how he approached uh, the U of A uh, about about working for the U of A and it was it was even before there was an opening so we can play the first clip And then, as crazy as it sounds, I was literally at the Pac-12 
Will tournament. And Coach Burfett invited me to speak to the team uh, before that second round game. And uh, right before that game, man, they canceled the game, got everybody out of Vegas. And so I never got to speak to the team, but I continued to call Coach. I continued to uh, text and call Murph. And then, you know, the spot opened up, and, and I was the first one in line, I'll tell you that, uh, to, to get the opportunity. And i got to thank Coach and Murph uh, for giving me this opportunity and, and making my dream become a reality and, and getting me started on my coaching. Earlier this week that they did talk about it a while back. Uh, and you kind of knew that because they had – this happened two years ago. I think the first tweet originally happened two years ago. Then they got together, and I saw him on a photo with somebody. I can't remember who it was. To, you know, a nice photo op. And I'm thinking, hmm, that's interesting because they must have mended fences. Well, it sounds like they did, and and that you know about that, that time, right? And that 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 Jason felt comfortable coming to the U of A and saying, "I'd love to have an opportunity to the job." Mm-hmm. So apparently, that had to have been resolved. Oh yeah, even well, before that. Well, the guy that kind of is behind the scenes on all this is a great guy, Jack Murphy. Right, Jack Murphy. Because he was probably the go-between between, hey, let's get this solved. He wants to come if there's a chance. Right. And and, and again, the, the audio isn't great. Uh, you know, we're doing the best we can with that, but hopefully you can make it out. This next clip, he, Jason gets into the whole situation, the whole relationship with Sean Miller in light of the comments that he made uh, when the FBI investigation took place, which, you know, for if you didn't, if you don't recall hearing it, he, ba- he said time to clean house at the U of A. And so he kind of talks about how that all f- unfolded with uh, with Sean Miller and the U of A. Uh, yeah, I can't recall exactly when it was, but you know, I, once I, I realized the impact of the statement I made, I had to call him directly and kind of you know, tell him, look, I'm, I'm attached to this program as much as anybody. And, you know, I care about the tradition and the history and all that. Um, it was an emotional tweet, and I told him it was nothing personal towards him at all. And, you know, so you know, we repaired that, that situation, and then Coach and I are definitely on the same page. I'm a huge, huge shop and a supporter of what he's done for our program as the minutes legacy uh, in Arizona Wildcat history. And uh, he will continue, continue to build, and I'm just uh, happy uh, to be a part of that building process. Let me say this. You know I've been around the program for a long, long time. I know a lot of the players. He wasn't alone. I'm sure he wasn't. But They just didn't make their stuff public. Right. But when he says it wasn't personal, <laughs> I, I'm sorry, Jason Terry. I got to disagree with you. That that comment seemed pretty personal. Now, again, give it to, the, give it to those two guys to get together, talk oh, yeah, it out, no. and get past it. But man, that you know, when you go back and you look at that tweet, that you oh, it's know, a strong you, tweet. Yeah. A, it was a strong, it was a strong tweet, and and you just uh, again, you, you, I I thought he, I thought his relationship with the U of A basketball program was over when I saw that. Right, right. But you know, to this point, and we talked about this uh, this week when Sean talked, how how he was very uh, forthright. And it was a good question by David Kelly and an even better answer from Sean Miller about all this. Right, right. Uh, and, and, and they moved past it. And they did. And they, they obviously got past I mean, he's working for Miller now. I mean, again, we you know, we had this conversation. I've got I've got really long grudges over less than that. So, you know, good good for those guys. I wonder at what price is he working for Sean? 
Well, it, it, yeah, who knows? Well, th- there's a little bit about that, and it'll be in the in the last clip that we play. Um, th- this next clip is the one where I think he sounds very much like a coach. Uh, uh, th- this was actually your question, where Steve asked uh, Steve asked Jason, "How's the game changed right, right, right. in the 20 years since you've been out of college?" Um, well, the, the game has really changed because kids now have much more versatility. There's not a lot of positions. So we call it positionless basketball. But now you have a day and age where one through four and possibly even five at times can really facilitate and get you into your offense. It also gives you versatility on the defensive end, allowing you to do switching uh, man-to-man concepts. You can throw out a variety of zone defenses. It just makes your, your attack much more versatile on both ends of the floor. And so watching that, man, I can just tell you, like, I know we were skilled. We, we played at a high level. These kids nowadays, man, they are so much more advanced uh, and much more well-rounded as far as the skill uh, level uh, is concerned. It's funny because you've been on the sideline forever, 30 years. Mm-hmm. I've been covering teams for about that time. And and is he, as he was saying this, I'm thinking, he's right. Remember the last five years? He's a, he's 100% correct. You, you know, you see these freshman kids come in, and, and, and I get it. You know, Nico Mannion and, and Josh Green and, 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 and Najee, they were really good players. Mm-hmm. I don't, think any, I don't think any of them got to be as good as we expected them right, to be. right. right. But when you think about those guys, how good they were when they walked on the court for the first time mm-hmm. versus a freshman twenty years ago. Oh, the the right, right. you know the the level that these guys are playing at. But but that's the thing. Everybody's got those guys now. They're they're all over the place and they're right. coming out. They're coming out of school. I mean, I've seen some high school kids, you know, in Tucson that I thought were really really good, and I thought you know that's a that's a Division One player. Mm. And he played Division three or right. Division two, and yeah. they weren't. You know, and I thought, if he's not good enough, how good do you have to be, right? To you know, to 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 make it at, at this level. I often ask that question when I see baseball players. But you know, you have the Aaron Gordons. Just in the last few years, Aaron Gordons, um, uh, Aiton, obviously uh, DeAndre Aiton. I mean, that guy was off the charts. I mean, that guy was as good as any player. You put you can put him theoretically in the top ten players ever at Arizona in terms of. A single year. Yeah, right, right. In terms of, right. if you say just one year for mm-hmm. each player, how good a year he had and how dominating he was. In fact, that's a good topic for down the road. One year wonders. Yeah. Whether you were a senior and it was a one year. Right. Jason Terry had that year. He had that year. Yeah. You know, he was a sixth man on, on the uh, on the 97 and 98 teams. Mm-hmm. He took over the, the 99 team and, and, you know, was a national player of the year. Right, right. Just, so, uh, so uh, as uh, well, you know, what, I, I, say, I say let's get let's uh, hold. We've got two more clips. Let's get them after the break. But okay, cool. You know, getting back to getting back to how the game has changed. You, you know, these guys are, are coming in and they're not NBA ready because they're still children. Sure, you know? <laughs> sure, sure, sure. But they're really good. Yeah. And and uh, and sometimes maybe we get caught up in how good they're supposed to be. No question. And, and if they don't get to that. Through disappointment? Where there's disappointment and yeah. we criticize him. I, I mean, I thought Nico Mannion was really good and seeing him at the red and blue game and in a couple of the early games early yeah. in the season, I thought, wow. 
but it seemed like he leveled off. And I don't know if it was because he hit the wall in terms of the number of games that were played. They had, you know, issues. It just right, didn't, he just right. didn't pan out. He did, didn't get as far along as we thought he was going and, to. And you know this because you write the stories, you search for the stories that you have in the past. There's always more to the story. Sure. And, and you know, yeah, there is. And But I, I think that one of the things that we, we you know, we get caught up in is uh, this guy's a five-star. He needs to come in and be an All-American. Yeah, that's and, not you right. Know what? And there's a lot of other five-stars at other schools <laughs> who, you know, who aren't All-Americans. Outside of, outside of, and we have about a minute left, outside of uh, Aiton, who were the best freshmen that came in and played? Mike Bibby? Mike Bibby. Uh, uh, Sean Elliott Sean had a Elliott. great freshman year. Mm-hmm. Um you know, even Aaron Gordon was really mm-hmm. good, but he had, you know, he he he, he wasn't, wasn't a, a good com- shooter. He wasn't a complete player. Yeah, he wasn't a good shooter. Uh, uh, Stanley Johnson came in, you know, very highly regarded. He wasn't a complete player. Right. Larry Markkinen, he was really good. Yeah. See, I if I were to get a player, the first guy I would pick from the last ten years, it'd be Larry Markkinen. I mean, he could do so many. You things. would go with Aiton. I think you've said that. I think I would. See, and I would go with Larry. I think I would because hey, Aiton was he was a man amongst boys, and some of those. And he was a he was a man he was a boy amongst men because he was dominating men mm-hmm. that year. Mm-hmm. I'd have loved to have seen him another year or two. Oh, every, so everybody, everybody yeah. would. He'd be right. a junior right now. <laughs> Laurie would be the senior. Right yeah, but so, I, uh, I thought he was so he was so good. Let's take a quick break before we uh, get tied up here here on ten three the voice. Go local. Make the switch. At Hughes Federal Credit Union, we offer customized solutions and get you what you need faster. Like our quick and easy credit cards and auto loans. All done online from start to finish. Save time using mobile banking, bill pay, mobile deposit, and mobile pay with just a few clicks. Live large accessing 30,000 plus surcharge free ATMs and free debit card choices. Make the switch to Hughes today. Visit HughesFCU.org slash switch. Certain restrictions apply insured by NCUA. 100 years of election coverage on radio. Destitute people who've lost their homes crowd into Hoopermills. This campaign is more than a contest between two men. We are told by the opposition that we must have a change, that we must have a new deal. This is more than a political campaign. It is a call to arms. Roosevelt and his New Deal policies win him 42 of the 48 states. 1030 The Voice. Your vote. Your voice. Election 2020. Hey, welcome back to Why in the Ball here on 1030 The Voice. I'm Steve Rivera alongside Jay Gonzalez. We're listening to some clips from today's Jason Terry Zoom uh, press conference. I'm not sure. Do you, did you like today's? Because it's obviously not the same as we used to do them, but did you kind of like it? I mean, me, it was okay. I would have preferred of the audio. <laughs> I would have preferred that he be, you know, in a room and it was quiet and the audio was great. It, you know, I mean, there were times it was hard to understand him, um, but, you know, he was he was trying to catch a flight in Phoenix, I guess, or something like that, so wherever he was going. But, um, yeah, I mean, you know, here's the interesting thing. He's an assistant coach. He's not even a head coach. But that's the interest that that mm-hmm. everybody recognizes we have here. And not just because we're all locked in and there's not a lot of sports going on, but, you know, he's Jason Terry. He's, a, you know, a, an NBA champion. Mm-hmm. He was an, an NCAA champion at Arizona. You know, he made $100 million in the NBA. Um, you know, he's, he's, he's a personality. And now he's a part of the, 
you know, the program that gets the most attention in Tucson, Arizona. So you throw all that in and people want to hear from the assistant coach. Right. You, right. you know, so. Um, in fact, I, I asked him that question uh, right after the first question you played. Uh, in fact, I'm trying to do a column on it because, uh, and you remember my second question? Right. It was about right. he's he's known in Tucson. He's well liked in Tucson. This is like a second home to him. At least I think it's sort of. Uh, and is he going to be available to do some speaking? Right. Sean, as we know, Sean's not that guy. Right. He doesn't like going in the public and speaking and kind of shaking hands, kissing babies, stuff like that. Jason would. Yeah, I think I think he would. And again, he's got the profile that people would want to see him just because of who he is, what, yeah. who he is and mm-hmm. what he was to the program. You know, while he was while he was a player. Mm-hmm. So I absolutely. So I, I think it's interesting. I think I, again, I think you know, it's a it's a good hire for for Arizona for, for a lot of reasons. You know, they need some goodwill because mm-hmm. of all the things that have been going on around the program. And I think that but, he'll be he'll be a guy that can kind of I'm not going to say take people's minds off of it. But at least make them feel good about it. So let me put you on the spot. Okay, um, you're you're a former journalist. You're you're a cat fan. I'm not gonna uh, last. Well, if you were to give uh, Arizona basketball a grade over the last four five years, what would it be? Just in terms of overall performance. Overall. Um, between a B and a C. Yeah, I was gonna say C plus maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah because yeah. you know, I thought they had a couple of teams that could have or should have gone to the final four and didn't. Didn't get out of the first round. Yeah, and you know, and then I had that that that. I'm that, just talking five yeah, years. That well, that team with DeAndre Ayton was the most disappointing of all. Right here, right. you had the best player in college basketball. You know, kind of, you know, arguably. And, and 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 they got blown out by a with, mid-major with another NBA guy on the team, and, and especially in that in that season after what their run through the Pac-12 tournament, I mean they were they were dominant through that, and 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 then they show then they or I should say they didn't show up for the NCAA tournament. Mm-hmm. That that team was about as disappointing as any. Right. I thought the I thought the the team that lost in the Sweet 16 to Xavier. Highly disappointing team. So that's the time frame I'm looking at. Yeah, highly disappointing team. Um, I thought that uh, um, I thought they could go to the Final Four. Now I did. I was on. You know, earlier this week I said they weren't going to because Gonzaga was going to beat him, and, mm-hmm. I, and I do believe. I still believe that, but. Um, you know, anything could have happened at that point. And again, I was going to be working that final four. So I was really upset that they didn't get there. So, uh, you know, it's, uh, I, yeah, I mean, I th- and I think Sean Miller would give himself, you know, a C plus or, a, or, or so. And cause he has said a couple right, of I was times say, after that, after what we've heard from yeah, him recently, he has said a couple of times, you know, we didn't get to where, mm-hmm. We need. We haven't been what we're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Is basically what he's saying. And I think saying. C plus is a, 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 between B and C yeah. is fair. I think we have. You know what? And it's great to have higher expectations than that. That was created here, mm-hmm. and Sean Miller was. You know, even got there. I mean, he's been to what three elite eights. So, you know, um, I mean, he's been on the cusp of mm-hmm. a Final Four. You know, for for a while. So, I think he understands what the expectations are. Right. What's next? Well, we've got a, we've got a, 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 a clip from Jason Terry about how he, he mentioned in an earlier in an earlier clip how he was supposed to talk to the team before the second round Pac-12 uh, tournament game, and then that game got canceled, so he didn't get a chance to address the team. And therefore, now as a coach, he hasn't seen the team. He hasn't had personal contact with the team. He's been in on team meetings through Zoom and whatnot. So, just a conversation about about how he's uh, he's. Um, you know, his relationship so far with the team through these times. That's your Dorrell 
uh, analysis, right? Because he hasn't seen the this team at Colorado. Right. Yeah, Carl Durrell. Hey, same thing. Yeah. yeah. But Carl Durrell's the head coach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I've been watching tons of film, not only on our returning guys, um, but also the guys that we're bringing in. And uh, this is a very talented group. Um, the one thing about this group is, uh, yeah, we'll have versatility at all the spots. Um, our guard position is heavy. Uh, but also, we've got high IQ basketball players that have played at a high level. We talk about the international flavor that we've added uh, to, to our roster. All these guys have played. At a high level over in their native countries. And so I'm excited, man. It was good to see, you know, kind of see guys on the Zoom call. And we've been tapping in here the last couple of days, uh, checking on guys' well being, uh, their mental state. Obviously, there's a lot going on with this society right now in all our communities. I just want to make sure everyone is safe and well. Uh, as far as, you know, kind of watching the workout, you know, all guys have different. Um, First-year coaches are really in a tough spot mm-hmm. because of this. Whether you're a football coach, you know, like Carl Durrell up at Colorado, a basketball coach, uh, you know, it, it, this is a tough place to be where, you know, there, there's no touching and feeling of, of, of the players. And, mm-hmm. you know, you don't know, you really don't know what you're dealing with. Now, in Jason Terry's case, you know, he's going to have time because, you know, they're going to get the players back on campus. He's, he'll be on campus, and the, they'll get to that point at some point. Whereas, you know, if you're a football coach and you've got to start camp right now and you've never even met your players, that's that's got to be a tough go. If you're a football coach, now that you just bring that up, uh, how in the world do you start? Hitting, physically, how do you start? I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know because I just... You know, football is such a different sport in that regard, and there, there's there's so much more goes into it. And and you know, you've got ninety guys, you know, that you're trying to get up to speed on stuff. And how mm-hmm. do you do that? You know, we heard uh, a while back one of the uh, one of the Pac-12 coaches, and I think it was uh, I think it was Mario Cristobal at Oregon said that you know we've got three quarterbacks, but we're going to cut down to you know two right away. to two yeah. immediately, so that that number three guy isn't going to get the opportunity that he might have gotten if they had a full camp or spring ball or, or whatever. So, you know, there, there's some adjustments being, that are going to need to be made, and they're going to have to do that. And, you know, so it's, you know, by this time, you know, I would I would imagine Jason Terry probably would have had a chance to go out and shoot some hoops with these guys oh, you know, and yeah. show them a thing or two. Right. Instead, you know, he's seeing them on a, on a computer screen. These are crazy times, and how do you start? How do you finish? You know, parent, we talk about that. We're parents, kids. It's, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. It's it's yeah. It's it's been a strange time. What's next? This last quote. Uh, this last clip. Uh, you, you know, there, there's a whole idea as we mentioned a minute ago. Jason Terry made 108 million dollars in the NBA. Why does he need this job? Why does he want this job? Well, he probably doesn't need it. Mm-hmm. But why does why does he want a job like this? That's going to be. You know, being a college basketball coach, when when you're talking about recruiting and all the other things that come with it, is a grind. 
and and these guys you know and jason's got a family you know why would he want to do this and he talks about that a little bit in this clip well my passion uh from, from day one is for impacting lives right i mean we can say coach but at the end of the day it's about impacting these young students lives uh giving them guidance um, giving them uh, somebody that's been there before, that's done that, who's experiencing other uh, things that they're going to experience, and then putting them in position to be successful, not only on the court, but in life. And so that is my purpose. I'm a God here, man, and God has given me that purpose. And it's something that I've extremely uh, prepared, I've worked extremely hard for in preparation uh, for this day. Uh, I coached a girls basketball for 12 years, every single offseason. Um, for the last 12 years when I was in the NBA. And so, I mean, I'm a coach through and through. I know my family is going to be like, ah, you want to go back to something you just retired from? Uh, but it's it. I mean, you know, coaching is something that you have to truly believe in. Like you said, you mentioned the hours. Yeah, there's going to be long hours. But the joy and the gratification I get is when I see these young men become fathers, husbands, uh, better sons, uh, that's going to be the ultimate joy for me. College graduates, like, that's where I'm going to get my gratification. And at the end of the day, we hoist up another national championship in the McHale, then that'll be, that'll be a great day. So, you know, I think another factor, and you see this all the time, and I asked this of Romar when he came here to be an assistant for a year. Um, you compete, right? You love to compete. Sure. I love to compete. People miss competing. They do. And I think that's a little factor too. Uh, it certainly is. You know, I mean, he he wants to win a national championship here, and and he's won again. He's won a he's won a college national championship as a player and an NBA championship, and he wants another one. And and the, uh, we've always said, you know, that level of competitiveness. And you know, Steve Kerr said that. You know, Michael Michael Jordan said it. You know, uh, on on the Last Dance, mm-hmm. all these athletes who get to that level, I think. You know, Phil Mickelson and Tiger talked thirst. about it's it. A, it's a thirst. It, it's, a, it's a thing that a level of, of wanting to compete that separates an athlete like you and me from an athlete sure. like that. Sure. Talent does that too. <laughs> but yeah, there's right. that, it's that. But, but, you know, we've seen extremely talented players in various leagues and colleges and and whatnot that never right. didn't, didn't have that extra level of desire to take them to another level. And right, you, right. You've, you've sh- you shake your head at somebody who's got all the talent that they need, yeah. but then don't, doesn't have the other pieces to it. So right. I think it's really interesting. And I think when, when Jason gets to coaching, I think that that won't be lost on players that he's not there for the money. He's not there to get the, uh, the next job. He's there to coach these right. guys and he'll be able to tell them, I care about you. Cause that, that's why I'm here. Right. And you're seeing this more often than not Penny Hardaway, Lines a job at right. Memphis. You have uh, God, who just got fired at Vanderbilt. Um, uh, former guy, former oh, Danny, Danny Manning, Danny Manning. Uh, know, all these guys, all, who, yeah, they've had careers, they've made a lot of money, and but they want to do this because they love the competition, and they love the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and they know the game. Right. And uh, you know the thing about it, and I'm not. This is not a, a knock on any way. So here he is. He hadn't really coached at this level. Uh, all the guys who have coached and are looking for a job. 
Yeah, but they haven't made 2003 pointers <laughs> in the NBA. So, you know, if that qualifies you, I guess you're right. You know, you're you right. you have to, you know, you, you you have to account for some of that. Hey, hey, as long as he doesn't come for our jobs, we're good. Exactly. Well, you know what? He's he's you know he's a he's a pretty cheerful and well-spoken guy. So I think that uh, we better watch out, you know. Right. But you know, I I, I want to get him in here and, and have a have a chance yeah, yeah, to yeah. pick his brain some more about yeah. all of this. But I, I you know, I, th- I thought it was good to 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 hear from him. I think the fans wanted. To hear from him and uh you know as things get going i'm sure we're going to hear a lot more from him. right right i think he's going to be out there more than sean and, and it, i think sean will be okay with that right i think yeah. he will be yeah yeah hey let's take our final break here on 10 30 the voice Time to update those old kitchen cabinets? Call the Window Depot today. The Window Depot is not only the number one warehouse for windows and doors, we now have a great selection of kitchen and bath cabinets at Tucson's best prices. The Window Depot is Tucson's top spot for granite and quartz countertops to finish the new kitchen or the replacement of that old worn out Formica. So call us today at 290-8545 or 622-6430. The Window Depot, windows, doors, granite, and new kitchens. Tune in to Your Tucson as we highlight local businesses and all the good they are doing for our community. On behalf of Bustos Media, God bless America and God bless the families who have lost a loved one to the coronavirus. We send our heartfelt prayers to those also recovering from it. Together, we will get through this pandemic. Your Tucson, Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on KVOI 1030 The Voice. Hi, I'm Kate Delaney. Want to have some fun? Tune in tonight at 9 o'clock to find out what's breaking and what's making us all crazy that happened during the day. But I'm not going to keep hitting you over the head with the same old thing. Yep, we invade the man cave, meaning we talk a little sports. We hit movie theaters for some cheap movie reviews. And we talk to all kinds of people that are funny, interesting, or have something compelling to say. So what are you waiting for? This is your invitation to join me, Kate Delaney, every night on 1030 The Voice, Trusted Local News and Talk. In times of fear, World Vision is there for the most vulnerable. For the last 70 years, we've been standing with kids and families through natural disasters, war, and disease, delivering life-saving aid and helping rebuild lives. And with every act of courage, faith, and love, we do more than just stop the spread of fear. We replace it with hope. Learn more at worldvision.org. Your source for prep sports in Arizona. Beyond the box score. Behind the headlines. Arizona Sports Preps 365 on ArizonaSports.com. This is Arizona Sports Preps 365, covering everything under the Arizona High School sun. As we bounce around the states, we do it every single week. Arizona Sports Prep 365, Saturday evenings from 6 to 8 on 1030 The Voice. We have some amazing law enforcement agencies protecting Arizona, and we value their daily service and sacrifice. The Law Matters Live show was created to open the lines of communication between law enforcement and you. So get your questions ready, set your alarm for aid, dial in to AM 1030 The Voice, and join the conversation. To learn more about Law Matters and support our 501c3 mission, go to lawmatters1030.org. Hey, welcome back to Eye on the Ball here on 1030 The Voice. I'm Steve Rivera alongside Jay Gonzalez here for the final 10 minutes of the show. What's next there? 
Well, we've got some unfortunate news for uh, a a friend of ours, uh, Mark Harlan, who's the athletic director at Utah. Uh, Got his start at the U of A as a graduate assistant coach and then then also uh, uh, worked in administration, went over to UCLA. Now he's the athletic director at Utah. Somebody uncovered a seven-year-old text from the uh, their defensive coordinator, the football defensive coordinator, where he used a racial slur, and then and then in, even since that was reported, another player has come out and said that he was subjected to that. So now this um, defensive coordinator has been suspended. And, you know, one, that's certainly going to affect things. If he gets fired, that's certainly going to affect things in the Pac-12, because Utah is pretty much unanimously picked to finish first or second in the in the Pac-12 South. They're defending Pac-12 South champions. So, you know, that, that can have an impact on the field. But, you know, it's also the, you know, the bigger issue of these types of things keep cropping up on people. And, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of history now on, on the internet that people have. And, you know, it's, if somebody wants to go find something about you, it's almost like they can. Mm-hmm. And and what do you do about it? You know, what's what's Mark Harlan going to do? And let, let me just say, you know, we Mark Harlan's one of the guys that we're going to have on our show at some point. Again, he's an old friend, and I'd love to get some of his perspective. Uh, you know, he's I think he's still a bit of a wildcat, but uh, you know, he's the athletic director at at, at Utah. But uh, you know, I'm sure this is probably one of the hardest things he's going to have to deal with as an AD. What do you do was you know in a situation like that? I read the story. Did. They say who found it or who searched it. I I didn't see I didn't see that. But what Why it was was somebody it was an old text, and then somebody posted it on social media. I don't know where it came from, but the 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 the, the bigger thing is it got out. Sure, it got out. It, it got it, out. Let me tell you, it's, and a lot of things like this are getting out. You saw the Texas State basketball coach, right, uh, was accused of it through right. tweets you or got, whatever. There was a Clemson, a Clemson assistant, and was accused of that recently. You've got Jake Fromm, who just got drafted by the Buffalo Bills, and he's in, he's you know going to be in Buffalo Bills camp. The quarterback from Georgia, he had some things, and it's like you know you're you're having to apologize and try and explain these things away and some of these things aren't able you're not able to explain them away well you're on facebook i'm on facebook and you see those memes that say aren't you glad that uh, they didn't have facebook one or cameras like they do today back in the day a hundred percent a hundred percent you know i mean you know i've you know i've looked into jobs and i've had to go back through my you know social media history to see if I did something that I don't remember that I did and that maybe, you know, right. is out there. And fortunately, I haven't been able to find anything. I mean, I, you know, I try to have a sense of humor about stuff and I'm not, I'm not easily offended. But, uh, and, but on the other hand, you just never know if you, you know, mm-hmm. are you, how, how you can explain, well, I was just being funny or that was a joke. Right, right. Well, there's some things that you don't joke about, you know, and, and right. uh, you, you just see it, you just see a lot of this and there's a lot of people out there who are running into this and it's, it's, ru- it's ending careers, it's ruining careers, it's costing people money, it's costing people Reputa- opportunities, reputation. it's costing them their reputation mm-hmm. um, and it's unfortunate that, we, that we're having a lot of that. But Mark Harlan's dealing with that and again, I bring it up because this this one is something that could have a, an impact here in Tucson because it could have an impact on the Utah football team. Mm-hmm.
Well, it's uh, it's if people want to search it out, they'll probably try to search it out and see where it sticks. Yeah, don't go looking for any of my stuff, please. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I think I know what's out there, but you never know. You know, yeah, I, I Google myself once in a while to see what, yeah. if there's something. I I'm not on Twitter very much, thank God, and I'm not on much of the social as only for this and for my work. Um, because it's crazy. It's, a, it's uh, you crazy. Say the, you say red, like I said two days ago or yesterday, red. Well, why don't you like blue? Yeah. Or why don't you like blue? You want black, white, you, uh, you know, this, right, yes, no. There's no right answer right. anymore. Right. And now years later, you're having to explain yourself. You explain so yourself. That's, right. not, that's not any fun. But let's not end the, fri- let's not end the week on a downer. We really are going to have NBA basketball. The uh, the players uh, ratified the, uh, the 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 proposal that the NBA owners had put out there, and we're going to have NBA starting July thirty first. And so now it's kind of like everybody's asking who's playing, who's not, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, Kevin Durant had to come out and say, "No, he's not coming back from his uh, from his torn Achilles, even though he's got had more time to rehab and oh, stuff right, like that." Right, right, right. So you know, there was a lot of you know immediately people started speculating. Well, will you know will he come back and play and I just saw something on Twitter where he said he's not, but we're going to have some basketball. We're going to have some sports, so it's, it's not that and, far and away. St- and still not till July 31st. It's July 31st, but you know what? Now they're going to they're going to start showing up. They're going to start practicing and all that kind of stuff, and things are going to start to get going. So it's you asked this question of Gonzo yesterday, which I thought was a great show. People loved it. Uh, how soon does it take for them to come back and get ready? Basketball, it's taking a little while because you run. Well, yeah, you know they've got issues. You know they're so they have so many physical issues: knees and and hamstrings and backs and all those kinds of things. You got to work back into shape, and you'd like to think that these guys were trying to stay in shape. But you know, you you get up in the morning, and am I going to do my workout today? You know what? I'm going to pass on it today. When if you were, you know. Uh, in in uh, you know w- with the team you weren't gonna you're not gonna pass on it so who knows how much of a commitment these guys have had to staying in shape. What I was just gonna say. With that said, I would venture to guess that there's gonna be some injuries that normally wouldn't happen. Yeah, you know, and 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 I also thought you know it was interesting to hear what what Gonzo had to say yesterday about playing this in a, in a short period of time. You know, who's the MVP right now? Right. Right. Now let's say somebody. Who maybe wasn't in the in the conversation gets hot during this stretch, and when are they going to vote for the MVP? Are yeah. they going to wait till the whole thing is over? Uh, there's a whole lot of stuff in play here that's right, going to right. be look. It's just the fact that they're going to be playing. It's going to be fun. I'm I'm going to watch probably more NBA than you've ever than I've ever watched. And this is regular season. This short period of time. This is you know everybody's going to play eight regular season games. Then there's going to be playoffs. I'm, I'm I think I'm going to be watching. The NBA a whole lot more than than I normally do, and I'm I'm actually really 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 looking forward to it. And the guys, uh, Mannion, Green, and uh, Naji will have to wait. They're going to have while. to wait until October to find out when they're going to be drafted. You yeah. know, they would have known in June, and so now, you know, that's, I, I that's don't a feel long sorry for, for the, I think they're going to be okay. They're they're okay. You know, they've got agents. They're getting their you know they're getting some paychecks already. I, I, you know, they probably bought cars and they've got their nice <laughs> draft suit and all that stuff. So right. I'm not worried about. I wish I had their issues <laughs> for a day. For a day. Jay, good show today. Good stuff. We have we had a good week, and we're going to come back with another good week next week. So we hope everybody uh, joins in. And, you know, feel free to give us a call next time. Yeah. Thanks, here on 1030 The Voice.